praise god hallelujah thank you jesus blessed be the name of the lord amen 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 father thank you for this opportunity to bring your word to your people in the name of jesus the entrance of your word give it light and it give it understanding unto the simple lord you bring transformation to the life of these eras in the name of jesus christ you bring healings to their bodies in the name of jesus thank you lord jesus in jesus name amen you are made all part two you are made all part two i want to read again to begin with act chapter 9 verse 32 through 35 act chapter 9 verse 32 through 35 and it came to pass as peter passed throughout all quarters he came down also to the saints which dwelt at lida and there he found a certain man named Aeneas, which had kept his bed eight years and was sick of the palsy. And Peter said unto him, Aeneas, Jesus Christ maketh thee whole. Arise and make thy bed. And he arose immediately. And all that dwelt a leader and Sharon saw him and turned to the Lord. In the first episode, I was able to establish of where sickness come from i was able to explain to you that sickness does not come from god that sickness does not have its origin and source in god that disease cannot be associated with god that satan is the author of sickness and disease bible says how god anointed jesus of nazareth with the holy ghost and power who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil for god was with him Acts chapter 10 verse 38 the bible says in luke chapter 13 verse 16 and ought not this woman being a daughter of abraham whom satan had bound lo these 18 years be loosed from this bound on the sabbath day so we're able to establish the fact that it is satan that brings sickness to the body of believers it is satan that brings sickness to the body of human beings we also said that apart from the father it is satan that brings sickness there are also ways by which you can open the door to sickness and disease in your body we said firstly through sin that sin is always associated with sickness any day and any time that wherever the bible talks about the cure for sin it will also mention at the same time the cure for sickness we also said that fear is another bait that opens the door to sickness job said for the things which i greatly fear is come upon me and that which i was afraid of is come unto me we said also that ignorance is another key that opens the door to sickness and disease bible says in Hosea chapter 4 verse 6 my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge i also said to you that when you violate natural laws of health such as eating good food fruits vegetables and drinking a lot of water not having regular exercise not having enough rest this also can open the door to sickness and disease in your body now i want to proceed in this part two by beginning with this to tell us the importance of our body your body is your greatest asset on the earth without your body you automatically become illegal on the earth 
The Bible says in James chapter 2 verse 26, For the body without the spirit is dead. In other words, your body without your spirit is useless, is impotent, is empty. The body is the house and conveyor of your spirit. It is true that all the spiritual gifts, all the talents, all the potentials, all the purpose, all the vision that a man has are impacted to the innermost being. But all this will not be fruitful. All this will be a waste without the body giving its expression in the physical realm. So you can have all the gift of the spirit. You can have all the talent and potentials. But until your body gives it an expression, it remains dormant. It, it remains abstract. It cannot be brought to the physical realm. God, Even God cannot do anything on the earth without a body. Whenever God wants to intervene in the affairs of men, he looks for a man with an earth suit that is a body to carry out such an assignment. God could not consummate the redemptive plan for humanity except he found a man in the person of Jesus Christ. The Bible says that great is the mystery of godliness. First Timothy chapter 3 verse 16. It says God was manifested in the flesh. So even God could not carry out his eternal purpose his redemptive plan upon humanity except by the fact that he provided a body for jesus christ christ had to come in the body that was provided for me hebrews chapter 10 verse 5 he said lo i come in the body in the in the volume of the books it is written of the it is written of me he said he has he said sacrifice and offerings thou wouldest not but a body as thou prepare for me so the word of god became flesh according to john chapter 1 bible says the world became flesh and dwelt among us even satan cannot function on the earth without a body that is why demons look for body of human beings or even animals to possess in order to carry out their mission on earth. you remember the story of the woman the man the the, the the madman of gadara that has legion of spirits in it you know the spirit cried out they says don't send us into the sea send us into the swine so they know that they cannot operate on the earth without a body whether that of human being or that of animal even the holy spirit as the third person in trinity comes to fill the spirit of believers in order to live within their body so your body becomes the temple of the holy ghost according to first Corinthians chapter 6 verse 19 therefore by that he speaks through you he sees through you he heals through you and do all kinds of things through your body christ is the head of the church when he ascended on earth, he left his body the church behind to carry on with the work of salvation and propagation of the gospel on the earth you see god had made provision of divine healing and health for your body so you can stay here on the earth long enough to fulfill your assignment god had already prepared god had made provision god had made provision god had already made provision of divine healing and health for your body so you can stay here on the earth for long to fulfill your assignment ephesians chapter 1 verse 23 ephesians chapter 5 verse 13 in view of this you must do something about your body you must discipline your body 
one of the things you have to do about your body is to discipline it the bible says in romans chapter uh first corinthians chapter 9 verse 27 paul was writing he said but i keep under my body and bring it into subjection less that by any means when i have preached to others i myself should be a cast away first corinthians 9 27 romans 6 12 said let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body that ye should obey it in the lost thereof so there is there is a discipline that you have to discipline your body you must learn to put your body under control the flesh most of the times wants to do things that pleases it acts based on present satisfaction but you have to subject it to obey your spirit else it will lead you into trouble someday the flesh wants to eat and drink things that will cause harm to it at the long run because of immediate pleasure it derives from such you have to be strict on yourself you have to be harsh on your body speak to it often when you are alone when it tries to raise up its ugly head tell yourself relax and let your head be correct you cannot do that you are wiser than that it takes discipline to enjoy the fruit of your body which is held for a very long time if you use your body in the wrong things of life it will tell on you negatively and you may lose that body but if you manage it judiciously you will enjoy its reward till old age another thing you must do about your body apart from discipline is to present that body to the lord present it to the lord the bible says in romans 12 verse 1 he said i beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of god that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice only acceptable unto god which is your reasonable service he said be not conformed to this world but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind so another thing you can do with your body is to present it completely to the lord you surrender it to god you lay it down at the feet of the master and it over at the place of calvary say father here is the body of so and so you mention your name i release it to you from today i promise to you is totally for your service and forderance of your gospel on the earth of your kingdom on the earth i refuse to surrender my body as instrument of sin but i yield my body as instrument of righteousness unto holiness lord take control when you genuinely present your body to the lord like that it begins to quicken it for you bible says if the spirit of him that raised us from the dead dwells in you he that raised christ from the dead shall also quicken your mortal body by his spirit that dwells in you so when you present your body to the lord the holy ghost in you begins to quicken your body it begins to rejuvenate your body it begins to invigorate your body so that it will be strong and healthy so it becomes pretty easy to yield to righteousness than to sin your sense of judgment becomes sharp to discern both good and evil now i want to quickly mention this fact that healing is god's will for you say it healing is god's will for me you need to you need to let that statement register in your inner consciousness healing is god's will for you now it is god's perfect way to heal you today 
in John, John chapter 3 John verse 2 the Bible says beloved I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospereth in Matthew chapter 8 verse 2 to 3 the Bible says, And behold, there came a leper and worshipped him, saying, Lord, if thou wilt, thou can make me clean. And Jesus put forth his hand and touched him, saying, I will be thou clean. And immediately his leprosy was cleansed. So this was the story of the leprous man. Came to Jesus asking if Jesus will heal him. But Jesus said, It is my will be thou clean many people are confused of whether it is god's will to heal them or not when some don't receive their healing for one reason or the other they simply conclude that it is not the will of god for them to be healed but the scripture cannot be broken the scripture confirmed that above all things in life god desires that you may prosper and be in health it is always god's will to heal us today it is always god's will say it it is always god's will to heal me now god is more willing to deliver his people from the shackles of sickness than they are willing to be healed god answers jesus answered to that leper that came to him for healing settles and dissolves every doubt regarding divine internet you know lepers they are people with incurable disease in the land of israel in those days it because that disease is highly contagious so lepers were not permitted to live within among the elderly people in the midst of the city they were quarantined to the backside or the borders of the village but jesus bible said jesus touched him to show the level of his concern for him he said to him i will it is my will be thou clean so that buried the thought that buries the thought that suggests to you that it is not god's will to heal you that that statement that jesus made i will be thou clean that statement should bury the thought forever in your heart so it is not about imagination it is not it is not that thought is not from god god cannot make a provision for your healing and still be pleased for you to remain in sickness and disease no he cannot do so god cannot make provision for you to be healed and yet expect you to remain in that sickness no that is not that is not the thought of god towards you so don't let the devil cheat you from your rights and privileges in christ jesus it is not the will of god that you always receive your healing when there is need alone but it is the will of god for you to remain in health as a matter of fact it is the will of god for you to become a healing technician it is the will of god for you to receive your healing it is the will of god for you to live in health and then ultimately it is the will of god for you to become carrier of god's healing power that's where god wants to take you to that's the level that god wants to be that you become an agent that you become a channel that you become a, a route through which god can pass through which god can transmit his healing power to the body of the sick and get them healed so healing is always god's will for you say to yourself that healing is always god's will for me now so what is divine healing divine healing is the renewal of the body 
from a diseased condition. So divine healing is the reformation, is the renewal of the body, is the amendment of the body from a diseased condition. Divine healing is the removal of sickness and disease from the physical body by supernatural means. Divine healing is the removal of sickness and disease from the physical body by supernatural means. So there is there is the removal of sickness and disease by a natural means, and that's talking about medical science. So divine healing is different from the cure that you get from medical science. The cure for medical from medical science is a natural means, but we're talking about a divine healing we're talking about a supernatural removal of sickness and disease from the physical body so divine healing not only deal with the effect of sickness it also deals with the root cause what is what what exactly is causing that fever what exactly is causing that pain what is exactly is causing that feverishness so divine healing this care of the cause as well as the effect you must know that divine healing can be instant or gradual there are many times that when you prayed or when hands are laid on you you receive your instant healing just like the woman with the issue of blood bible says as she touched the hem of jesus's garment she was she felt within herself that her issue of blood have stopped so it was an instant healing there was another there was another man that came to Jesus and called Jesus to heal his, 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 his servant that was sick at home. And Bible says that Jesus pronounced, Jesus told him to go back home, that his son is already healed. And when he go back to him, he saw that his son was actually healed. And he asked them, when was the time that this son began to be healed? And they told him he began to be amended as so 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 time so he recognized that it was that same time that jesus made the pronouncement that the son was healed so healing can be instant healing can be gradual so when the symptoms do not disappear at once don't give up don't lose hope healing can be instant healing can be gradual divine healing is rooted in the atonement and that's where i'm going to stop for this episode divine healing is rooted in the atonement the atonement simply means the death and the resurrection of our lord jesus christ that is where our divine healing that is where your divine healing is rooted that is the foundation for your healing that is the foundation that is the beginning that is the that is the that is the primary cause primary method through which christ consummated your healing it is through his death and resurrection it is through his death bible says in isaiah chapter 53 verse 4 and 5 says surely he had borne our griefs and carried our sorrows yet we did esteem him stricken smitten of god and afflicted but he was wounded for our transgressions bruised for our iniquities the chastisement of our peace upon him and with his stripes we are healed so our healing is rooted in the stripes that was beaten on jesus Jesus. the stripes that was used to whip jesus our healing our peace is rooted in it in Matthew chapter 8 verse 14 to 7 the bible says at evening they brought people to him that were sick bible says and he healed them all that it might be fulfilled which was written which was written by Isaiah the prophet saying himself took our infirmities and bore our sickness in first peter chapter 2 verse 24 bible says who his own self bear our sins on his own body on the tree 
that we being dead to sin should live unto righteousness by whose stripes we are healed so the the, the healing your healing is already settled in the death and resurrection of jesus christ except the devil can undo the death of jesus except the devil can undo the resurrection of, of jesus then can he hinder your healing i prophesy to your life that you are healed in the name of jesus from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet god bless you see you in the next episode Amen.